Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Step Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. And this week's episode, we are discussing something that is very annoying that exists in the traveling community. It's rampant. It's rampant. And something that Steph and I have both been guilty of. Um, But, you know, over the years, we've recognized that, hey, that's not cool. And what we're talking about is what's called travel snobbery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Steph, um, like I said, Ugh. we we've we've both we've both been guilty of this, and and the thing is, I think, I think now with the likes of Instagram and social media being, you know, a yeah. lot more present in everyday travel now, I think to me it's become a lot more apparent, and now I'm starting to hear it more when I meet other people that have traveled a lot, um, when people are having discussions about traveling it's just quite irritating. Like nowadays everyone has to yeah. one up each other and, and I've done this and I've done this Well, I did it better. And I, and so we want to talk about that today. I think a good way too for us to start it out is to just call our own shit out because yeah. people so often, when you say these things, they get so defensive, mm-hmm. but I mean, a little self-awareness never hurt anyone and we've been just as guilty of it. Yeah. And we don't want to, and that's the thing. We didn't want to do this episode and be all preachy and be like, oh, we're so perfect because again, Steph and I have been there and Steph and I, Steph and I have known each other for many, many, many years. And like, I remember conversations between us, Steph, where, you know, we'd see someone has gone, I don't know, vacationed somewhere and we'd be like, Oh, like how cute they've got, like we, we've been there. (laughs) We are guilty, guilty, guilty. We've been dicks. We have been absolute dicks. And you know, this is where now we, you know, you got to hold yourself. Yeah. We got (laughs) to hold ourselves accountable, but we've grown up and, and, um, yeah. So we're, we've got a few examples and you know, anyone out there listening, you might be guilty of a few of these things as well without even realizing that you mm-hmm. are being a travel snob. Well, I'm just going to jump in and I'll, I'll start by calling myself out because I've wanted to actually do this episode for a few weeks now because I saw a post on social media that actually stopped me dead in my tracks. And I was like, oh my God, did I cause this? Oh no. So a few years ago I had a post and this is really embarrassing because this was even before I did my around the world trip. Like I, I hadn't been that many places, so I don't yeah. know what I was a snob about, mm. but 
I had this post on Facebook and I've deleted it when it came up in my Facebook memories because I was like, that is oh, so embarrassing. I delete I did so that. many of those now when they do come oh. up. I'm like, why did I write that 10 years ago? And it's uh, Facebook <laughs> yeah. needs to, they, they keep saying they're going to have that like mass delete button. Guys, we need to bring this out. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So I wrote this post years back and oh, I don't like, I'm almost embarrassed to tell the story, but it was basically saying um, you know, saying, talking about what the difference is between a traveler and a vacationer, mm. which is so embarrassing. I mean, however anyone wants to travel is how they should travel. Right. But apparently I did this post and I remember even someone at the time calling me out on it. They were like, or hey, everyone can just do what they want to do. So you were basically um, saying uh, uh, the gist of the post was like, you know, to, it, you were calling yourself a traveler and other people that would just go on vacation they were yes. not real travelers per se. yes which is mortifying I'm so embarrassed yeah, like okay. I'm doing a little Hail, Hail Mary as I'm telling the story because I'm so like my face is on fire I'm well red with that, but it still exists I think we are going to talk about it the whole um mm-hmm. I always see posted everywhere like travel versus tourist you know and, and yeah we'll go into that after well, but it's it's still there and people do it all the time Oh, definitely. And a girl that I consider a friend of mine recently put a post up that started with, I know I'm just a vacationer, but I'm so excited for what I don't remember where she was going, but it was a trip. And it's just the way she started it saying, I know I'm just a vacationer, but, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, like I'm an asshole. I don't know. It might've been me because she's someone who picks, she very much picks up on what people say. So that might have been me that did it. It might have been someone else, but still it friggin' hit me in the heart where I'm like, you don't need to justify where you're going. Like you, know, you can look forward to your trip without having to preface it. To, yeah, with exactly. A exactly. And, and, oh. and going into the, the, yeah, the, the traveler versus tourist. I, I recently did read like some super wanky blog, like someone wrote, um, I came across it. It was, it was like some word pressing and, and this, quote-unquote blogger was you know talking about the differences here's the differences between a traveler and a tourist and you know there was a few like I get it there was a few key differences you know they were saying like a tourist they go and see all the tourist attractions whereas a traveler you know maybe they'll get more um in tune with like the local culture and yada whatever it is and that's fine but it was the it was the way it was written, and it was very snobby, kind of veering towards oh, being a traveler is so much better than being a tourist. And again, I could, mm. I couldn't help but think like, why? Who gives a shit if you're going and if you're visiting the same place? Say you're going to Paris, France, and mm-hmm. you go and see the tourist. One person sees the tourist attractions, and the other one doesn't. What fucking difference does it make? You're both there. You're both creating memories. You're both there to have a good time. Who are you to judge someone else because, you know, you think they're not getting involved enough in in the local culture? You know what I mean? It's just, it's at the end of the day, traveler, tourist, they're both just words. You're both out there exploring the world. Exactly. And And you don't have to do it to anyone else's definition of what exploring the world means. I I hate when I see that. I hate the, 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 the divide between I'm a traveler. Or, you know, I've met people that they don't like to be called a tourist when I'm a traveler. I'm not a tourist. You're still a tourist at the end of the day. And a tourist (laughs) is a traveler. Get the fuck over yourself. Let's stop this. Well, and I want to say this episode's almost a bit of a confessional for me to like get all my sins out because it was getting bad. Like I started 
like when I first started thinking that way, at first it as a Canadian, at first it was like, you know, I judge people not I don't know if judge is the right word, but let's just use it. Yeah. For the Cuba and the Dominican trips. That's how it started. Mm. All all inclusive trip, da da da. Then after I traveled Europe for a while and was branching out to other countries, then I was like, oh, cool. You went to Europe. Well, that still has all the Western society comforts. Like that's mm-hmm. not really, it's not really putting yourself out there. And then, and then it went on to include Southeast Asia because mm-hmm. so many, like a lot of people will go to, you know, Thailand and, and I was like, where am I going with this? Like, yeah. Uh, like what am I gonna do like judge everyone until they've spent a month well you meditating in India yeah you could have seen every country uh, in the world and stuff would be like oh you haven't you haven't visited every country on the planet (laughs) like oh you've done nothing with your life like was it getting to to be fair (laughs) to be fair like I wasn't saying these things to people but I was mentally having these thoughts yeah and I just got to a point where I had to check myself and I think everyone needs this in every facet of their life and you just have to step back and you know, I think with everything you need to ask yourself, like, who the fuck am I? Yeah. Who am I? Like, my opinion is not relevant to anyone's travel. It's not. And like, like I just don't know. I And I'm good. I'm glad I like put myself in check and recognized it. Yeah. Because I, 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 I have some examples, though, like where I was kind of the same. And and my first trip ever was an all inclusive to the Dominican Republic like that's like I was one of those people and that's what I did and then like you and I went um to Dublin London and I, I think I I had gone to Australia at that point and then I started I was the same like mentally in my head I'd be like oh so and so you know they're vacationing at an all-inclusive again like oh how lame and I'm like yeah. and like thinking back I'm like who the fuck am I I'm like I had been to what two countries you know, I two countries or two cities in Europe and Australia for a few weeks, and then I'm all of a sudden I get to judge people that they they mm. they do an all inclusive, and like thinking back to that again, I I feel it's embarrassing to say that, yeah, but very um, you know the people that are doing the all inclusives like a that's what they want to do, and they enjoy mm. it. B yeah. there's people that travel and no matter it doesn't matter where they go or what they're doing. Like some people aren't as privileged to be able to travel around the world who the f are you it all comes back to that and i think we that's a whole nother episode we could do too is travel privilege because i teeter back and forth on that like i know it's a privilege and then but there's people who will criticize you for doing it oh must be nice to be so like yeah that's a whole nother episode in itself and i don't want to go there but yeah but i think you're right and what caused me to reflect on it and put it in check for me was when i was on my around the world trip i was in africa and I was in Tanzania and I was doing, it was like a spice tour where mm-hmm. you, they go and they teach you about all the spices, where they're grown, all about them. And we were having lunch and there was someone on that specific trip. So I was doing it around the world, which is kind of like a short glimpse into everywhere you go. Yeah. Where there's other people who do all intensive back. So this guy was spending one year backpacking just through the African nations. And he started cracking jokes about people who come to Africa and only go to Tanzania and South Africa. Which was what I was doing. Well, I went right. to Egypt, but a lot of people don't recognize Egypt. Well, as North Africa, Africa not yeah. If, if you've ever been to Tanzania, not to sound like a total snob, but yeah, people in Tanzania are like, man, man, Morocco, that's North Africa. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this guy was making fun of people who do round the world trips and only go to Tanzania and South Africa, which was me. And so in that moment, I remember looking at him and being like, 
what the hell? Like I'm doing more than a lot of people might do in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who are you? And then I think because I had that thought, I started thinking like, oh shit, like yeah. do I do that? And it was like a tidal wave of yes, you do Steph. Yeah. You can think back to all those instances where you're like, wait, I've done something similar. I mean, I, I met um, a girl, same thing in Chiang Mai in Thailand. And she was there doing like a yoga, like she was living there for like a year learning yoga, mm-hmm. becoming an instructor. Um, and I was, you know, telling her where we were planning on going in Thailand. And again, she just like, I think one of the places we were going was Copenhagen. And she mm-hmm. very much just like turned her nose up in the air. And she's like, oh, that's like super touristy. And like, you know, all the partiers go there. And, you know, and I'm like, well, that's where we're going. Who are you to judge where we're deciding to go in Thailand just because, you know, she said it was, oh, it's a tourist attraction. People wouldn't really go there as, you know, to travel. And I'm like, well, yeah. I am, and I'm traveling. So, yeah, it's the same. So shut and up. When you start meeting <laughs> other people that are like that, then you start to think like, wow, what a dick thing to say. And have I ever said any of mm-hmm. these dick things? And, you know, you start looking back. Yeah, sure enough, here we yeah. are. Here we are doing our confessionals <laughs> to all of you. It really is. I feel like I'm going to feel a lot better for having gotten this out. And I hope... People, if people are listening who've heard me do this, know that, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry I was such a dick. Yeah. Um, And then there's, it happens in reverse, too. Like, I've had people say things to me that they're well-intentioned, but people will say, and I think France is a good example, because I'm pretty sure it happened to me about France, where a girlfriend was like, oh, my God, you went all the way to France and you didn't do X, whatever it was. Yeah. Eiffel Tower. We'll and use that as an example. The Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah. If, if if you ever get caught up in the things you don't do traveling to a certain place, you'll always feel like you haven't done enough. And for me, I'm not someone who plans. I don't generally have an itinerary. So when I go to a place, I make it up as I go. And mm. I'm happy with what I did, no which matter is what. Better, which is better than nothing. At the like, And that's the thing. Yes. Uh, what, I think that the point that we're trying to make here especially is any travel is better than no travel. No matter where you go, what you see, what you do. The fact that you yeah. know you made an effort and you're doing something where you're creating memories and enjoying yourself. Yeah. That's ultimately what's important. Exactly. And I think I want to go back to when you and I were touching on, you know, the Caribbean and all inclusive type trips mm-hmm. is that, and this ties into the privilege for sure, but it's like some people, they spend their year dreaming of that trip. Yeah. Or like saving Imagine money up for that trip. Being such a C word that you, something that person's dreamt about for a year, you kick them down. <sighs> and you know, it's yeah. funny now that I've done more, more traveling, like outside mm. of all inclusives and I've sort of avoided all inclusives for such a long time because I'm like, that's not real. I'm kind of like an all inclusive holiday right now. Wouldn't be so bad. I'm, I'm almost coming full circle. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely have. An appeal. Yes, thank you. They definitely have their own appeal. For yeah. sure. And that's it. It's just a different, and then that's the thing. Again, we, we keep saying it, but one type of travel isn't better than the other. They're just different. It's just a different yeah. way of traveling. To tie on to that, and, you know, we kind of talked a little bit before we started recording and we touched on this, is that, how do I say this right? Is that when you went somewhere and then someone tells you they're going there and they're like, oh, I'm so glad I already went because it's so touristy. Oh, now. I yes. went before. I yes. went before... Before it was popular, like, before everyone yeah. started going there. It's so true. I think Bali is one of those places where I hear that a lot from people that went like yeah. 
five, six years, well, maybe more than that, like 10 years ago. And they're like, oh, Sri Lanka's another one. When I went to Sri Lanka a few years ago, I had like a few different people be like, oh yeah, it's so touristy now though. Like I went 10 years ago and when it was still, when it was still authentic and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to Sri Lanka because (laughs) my friend wants me to go. And that's one of those things I think people say without realizing how snobby it is to say something, something like that. Um, the yeah. other one as well, Steph, have you ever encountered the, the one uppers? Oh yes. The one uppers. There was yeah. ugh, infuriating. I, I actually remember being in, um, on a, a group trip in, I did Borneo, like I think it was last year actually. And we had, um, we had a guy on our, in our, in our group and he was just, and, and the thing is in this group we were in, we were all quite well-traveled, you know, we'd been to a lot of really cool places, had really cool experiences. And that was one of the nice things about being in such a big group where you have this common bond of traveling and you can talk to people about it and swap tips and, and ideas of where to go next. And this guy, every time someone had a story about, if you said, oh, I went to Tanzania and I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, he'd be like, oh, I've done it twice. (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, the next person would have a story about where they went to um, Carnival in, in Rio. Oh, yeah, I went to Carnival, um, you know, like, 15 years ago before it was what it is now. Like, this guy, everything. He had stories for everything. He He's telling everyone how many countries he's visited, blah, blah, blah. And it just got to the point where, like, oh, it's like you couldn't even have a conversation. It was, like, every yeah. single thing. And the other thing, you know, he was Mr. Bragasaurus. But he was also about <laughs> 25, 30 years older than everyone. So uh. there was someone on our trip. One of the girls actually said to him at one point after a week of this, she said, mm-hmm. you've got 25 more years on us than yeah. anyone else. Who are you to be one-upping us on this, this, and this? And that's another thing. I think there's there can be a lot of travel Ooh. snobbery when it comes to age. How did he respond? Well, he just sort of laughed, you know, it wasn't, Ugh. she said it yeah. kind of jokingly tongue in cheek, but yeah, I um, gotcha. but it's a good point though. Like who, if I'm, I'm in my mid thirties, almost, almost mm-hmm. still early thirties. And <laughs> if I meet a 20 year old, that's only traveled to five countries or something. I can't judge that. They've just started traveling no. like a couple of years ago where I've got, again, a good 10 years on them. So that's another thing, guys. Don't judge, you know, someone that's just starting out on their travels if they are young, if they're early 20s even, and say they've never been anywhere and they're going to their first country. And by that time yeah. in your life, you'd been to 10. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. And like with everything in life, we should just be encouraging each other and lifting each other up. Yeah. 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 I think I used to, and this is going back to, I want to say 2007. I was working in Waterloo and I had coworkers and this was back in the day where I always had ideas. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do this. Or I I went into this and I was always talking. Like I was a big talker and I was out for lunch one day with some coworkers and I don't remember what I was telling, but I was telling them about something I was planning on doing. And I saw one of them look at the other one and kind of do like a little eye roll. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit. Like I'm a talker or like a story upper or like a one it just upper. Made, like seeing that. Yeah. Like seeing that eye roll between them. I was like, Duh. that's the worst like, as well. When, and, and that's because you probably like, knew yeah. as well when you were saying it, you're like, I know I'm being a dick, but. Yeah. No, I didn't. That's the thing mm. is like, I was just always so, and I think that's another thing to recognize people intent. I was just always so excited to be like, 
Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, and and I'm sure I still do that sometimes, but I really had to, I think after that, I did a little self-reflection yeah. and I decided, A, never to tell people my ideas unless they were plans. So I've waited until things were booked Ooh, until I told people. That's good. Well, I think when you tell people about ideas as if you're going to do them and then they fall th- follow through, you just always sound like you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I think maybe I hit that point because I do. Like, I every single day, I'm like, oh, I should go do this. I should go do this. Um. So now I hit the point where I don't tell anyone until I've already. And even then, a lot of times now, I don't even. I just go do it. Mm-hmm. And what's the saying where it's like people who talk talk, people who do do. Mm, I like that. And, uh, yeah, and I just decided to be a doer rather than a talker. <laughs> Um, although we're doing a podcast, so the irony in that was fantastic. So I think that was a big turning point for me because I think, uh, until that point I was a bit of a talker and a bit of a, bit of an upper. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Was, and we've all been, yeah. and I think we, we can be the, the one uppers without realizing we're being the one uppers. And that's oh, the thing. If, yeah. if someone's telling Once you. Once in a while. Yeah. We, everyone does yeah. it. And I think that's yeah. the other thing. It's if, if someone is. Again, this can either be related to travel stories or anywhere in any conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. A one-upper is always just looking to get their story in before, and they're yeah. not even listening. And that's the thing, I, especially mm. when it comes to like travel communities. It's like, why wouldn't you want to listen to someone else's story or like what they did on their adventure somewhere? Because it might be something totally different to yours. But yeah, the yeah. one-upper is always just sitting there waiting, waiting for that person to finish their sentence to be like, Okay, so when I did this or when I went, like, nobody wants to hear that. And why do you think they should grant you any sort of respect in listening to your story when, you know, you didn't do the same for them? Yeah. And that's, I mean, I feel like I've said it five times in this episode already, but same with everything in life. Mm -hmm. Like, active listening is a skill now that people seem to be losing. What? Oh, shut (laughs) (laughs) Almost fell for that one. But Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and... And what I find so funny is I have a few friends who've really put me because when you go to a country or you go to a different city or you go anywhere, you get an opinion of that place formed based on your experience. Yeah, exactly. And other people have different experiences. Mm -hmm. So like I have funny stories even about like the state of Michigan where a girlfriend of mine who lives in Michigan, she's like, what? What? Like I've never had that happen. I've lived here forever. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like. I think, you know, you got to listen to really get a full picture of where places are like. It's not just formed by your little bubble. I think that's another good point as well, though. Giving off an opinion of somewhere, say that you've been that you haven't really liked very much. And, Mm -hmm. you know, someone says to you, oh, I'm going here. And I know, like, I I have been guilty of this, um, especially with some European cities. Anyone that's listening that knows me, they they know I am not a big fan of Paris France <laughs> I'm really not I'm that's not. just I'm not either that's I've I've whatever I mean there's nothing wrong with it I've been there a few times um I just whatever for me it's not for me but I know people that are people that have told me that they're going there for the first time or they're coming over to Europe for the first time and yeah Paris is one of those pe- places that people do yes choose to go and I'm sitting there going uh yeah, there's so many other better European cities and I've definitely caught myself doing that just because I don't like Paris but I mean, I'm probably the anomaly here. Most people love Paris, 
but yeah. I people I, love it or they hate it. Well, and I that's where I have to like hold my tongue, especially people that have never been to Europe. If that's their first time coming over, and I'm the one sitting there shitting on Paris, France, yeah, I'm guilty of that, and I need to stop doing it because if I start giving off my opinion, being like, oh, it's crap. And then someone goes to visit and they already have my opinion formed in their head. Yeah. Know, who's to say that I haven't, that's not going to influence their, their term. Yeah. I didn't have to say I'm like totally influential or anything, but it, I've, I've had people say that to me about places and then you think going like, oh, am I going to really enjoy it? And it can totally be a, like a, a mental thing. So yeah, definitely. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all, which I do struggle <laughs> with that. Um, piece yeah. of advice sometimes in every part of my life. Well, just, what I, what, what I try to do now too is when people ask me, they're like, oh, cause a lot of people do ask me, they're like, Hey, I am thinking of going here. I know you've been there. What are your thoughts? Instead of saying, because I didn't like Paris either. <laughs> instead of being like, oh no, I'd like, don't even bother. I'll be like, well, here's what I didn't like about Paris. Yeah. Like, take it or leave it but I try to be at least a bit more specific like I know when I say I didn't like Paris I went in the winter yeah it wasn't green it wasn't lush it wasn't beautiful um it was a bit cold and dreary and ugly like so I try to add context and be like you know or maybe a specific thing like I went in this area and I felt unsafe while I was there you know so maybe that's that's helpful you can be honest about something (laughs) like if you're having these discussions about places and like you said if someone asks you your your opinion I would never lie everyone knows that I'm I'll give you my opinion and it will be the truth but it's the way that you say it and there's a way again of doing it without sounding like a total snob about it like oh and you know in my example like oh I'm too good for Paris I'm not yeah. too good for Paris. I come from Brantford, Ontario, Brantford. which if, you know, if anyone wants to travel to Brantford, Ontario, nothing wrong with Do that it. either. It's, you know, um, nothing. If you want, if that's your vacation plans, you go for it. Brantford, Ontario, Canada. Uh, well, and okay. So now you just reminded me of two things. So I'm going to jump here. Go for I'm going to go big and then I'm going to go small. Okay. So another one I found too, is we all, we often talk about traveling different countries Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people, and to be honest, my opinion of this was probably reframed in 2017 when, because there's a lot of people in the United States and Canada as well, who have never left their own country. Yeah. I have a lot of friends and, from uh, Canada that have never, they've never left. And I would always be like, oh, like, I don't even, I don't even want to f- like make up what I would have said, but I'm sure I would have said something. But then when I traveled the States in 2017, part of the reason why I did it was because I was home. I had a remote job. I kind of needed to be in the same time zone, but I I was itching to move. Like I was having a really hard time staying put. So doing mm-hmm. a road trip through the States kind of scratched that itch while still work-wise being in the space I needed to be in. And it was then that I realized how diverse the States is. And not just even, you know, culturally, but even... In terms of nature, like yeah. in terms of what you get, you get oceans, you get deserts, you get, um, what's it called? Like the badlands, you get mountains, you get everything you, get you can imagine. Yeah. I have so much respect and I always want to hear the stories now of people who've traveled through every state, not every state, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like traveled all through. Well, you could say the so, same with Canada. If you, it's yeah. totally different if you go, and that's the thing I know, same thing. I know people that have never left to travel anywhere, but they've traveled from the east coast in like newfoundland to like the west coast in victoria and 
I I mean I've done a lot of Canada, but yeah, same. I've never been to the East Coast. I've never I've never been to Vancouver still. Like I'm Canadian and I've never been to Vancouver. And yeah. same thing where I'm like again, I used to be like, "Oh, you've never left Canada," but they've seen the entire country in which I'm from as well, and I haven't. Yeah. I Steph, like, I think this calls for you and I to do a little Canadian road trip. I'm in. And Sold. I'm I'm thinking like the whole we we start like east east coast. Yes. We go Newfoundland, West Coast, but then also we're gonna hit Nunavut in the north. <laughs> we're going to Let's Nunavut. Because I mean that's another one. We gotta go. We've never been. <laughs> I agree. And it's funny because now that I'm in Australia, I have a far greater appreciation for people. I'm like, why the hell did I not see my own country while I lived there and not on the other side of the planet? Mm -hmm. Like, because I am going to make a trip to Canada to see the country when I'm now living on the other side of the planet. Well, we're going to make it happen. And now that I think of it, the way that you and I would actually fly into the country is on total opposite ends. So maybe we all start East (laughs) Coast, you start West Coast, and then we'll meet in Nunavut. We'll just high five in the middle. Yeah, like passing (laughs) ships in the night, but then we both drive up to Nunavut, and that's that's where we end the trip. I'm pretty sure, hold on, I don't want to embarrass myself here, but I'm pretty sure I just need to drive north then. <laughs> I'm not going to see much of the We country. don't even know. We're, we don't even know where to, <laughs> all right, let's start planning this. I like this. Great. I like this too. Okay, so to wrap up, I think this whole traveler versus tourist shit is bullshit. No more of this. I hope, if you're, if you call yourself a traveler, shut up. And oh, I get mean, yourself in check. It's fine and, to call yourself a traveler, but don't yeah. shit on a tourist. Don't shit on the term tourist because at the end of the day, you are still a yes. tourist. Yeah. You, yeah. It just, I mean, get off your high horse. And if you're someone who's ever been on the other end of that, you do you. Like, do the tri- go on the trips you want to go on. Don't ever make let anyone make you feel like the trip you want to do is anything other than fantastic. And call them out for it. If someone is, I, I mean... Maybe you don't feel comfortable doing it. I certainly would. But call someone out on their shit because they might not even know that they are being a yes. snob about I, it. And For me, it took someone rolling their eyes behind my back for me yeah. to realize. Like, it would have been great if someone called me out on it. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a one-upper. No mm. one likes that shit. It's just no. not cool. No just one's impressed. Did, yeah. Just because you did something what you think better than someone or more often than someone, it doesn't make you better. Yeah. No one's impressed. No one cares. <laughs> and and to touch on traveling how you want to travel, you can see a thousand places in one country. And if that's what you want to do, do it. Like if you want to tour the whole United States, that's amazing. You don't need to go to another country to be traveling. Yeah. You can stay very close to home and still have memorable experiences and try new things and you know, really make those sort of memories and and get something out of it. At the end of the day, traveling is about feeling like you've grown as a person and experiencing new things. And if you feel like you can do that by Mm -hmm. even trying out new neighborhoods in the city that you live in or going on road trips in the country, however you want to do it. And I guess for a little, to leave on a little perspective for both Andrea and ourselves, the one place, because we grew up in Brantford, Ontario, which isn't far from Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. So, Andrea, how many times have you been to Niagara Falls? Honestly, like loads. Yeah, same. So yeah, I've been like, there. I used to go every Christmas Eve. Hundreds of I've times. been. T- 
I've probably been over a hundred times. Yeah. And it's important not to lose that perspective of there are people on the other side of the world who dream of seeing Niagara mm. Falls. Yeah, that's actually right? a good point. I remember bringing uh, some English friends of mine over and they were just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'm standing there like, eh, it's Niagara Falls. But it, it, it's, it, was, it put that in, into perspective for me because yeah, like you said, yep. we've seen it God knows how many times, but then you it just got to keep that perspective. Yeah. And once my friend said it, I was kind of like, oh, you know what? It is fucking amazing. If no one's, if you haven't been to Niagara Falls, guys, you got to see it. Yeah, go on the uh, we we got the good ones, good the good side on the Canadian side though. Just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think this has been a good episode for us, not just to talk to everyone, but to check ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. I like how you ended that with a little a little snobbery, good old Canada U.S. rivalry snobbery. But the U.S. That's right. <laughs> the U.S. versus Canadian falls. It's not. It's a rivalry thing, and you know we're all friends at the end of the day. Uh, and the Canadian side is nicer. I'm not being a snob, but it is nicer on our side, guys. Just saying. <laughs> All, right. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks, everyone. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. 